0: Welcome to Shatter the Stigma, where Alex and Sam, two psychology majors, explore all things psychology. We discuss random psychology facts, our own mental health struggles, and whatever comes to our ADHD brains.
1: Just a disclaimer, we are not licensed professionals. We are just two university students that really love psychology. This is for education and entertainment purposes only.
0: Welcome back, guys. Today, we're going to be talking about bipolar disorder.
1: And guess what? Guess what? I'm really excited because I didn't have to do all of the research.
0: <laughs> yeah, I might have written a couple papers on this. <laughs> and I have not. I I honestly
1: haven't done a ton. Like, I've read through the DSM, that criteria of it. I've learned about it in classes, but I haven't, like, written any papers. This is more of Sam's kind of special interest area. So she will be doing a lot of the, a lot of the, research stuff in this one which is fun.
0: You also have research. But I mean I got like the neurobiol like neurological yeah. part. I have really
1: general stuff and Sam has the more like this is why we think this happens, which I think is like super cool. Yeah.
0: And plus on top of that, I myself has bipolar disorder. So also well, I'm
1: based on experience. Yeah. So That's many awesome. layers. So many layers. So Sam is not Licensed, but somewhat of an expert. (laughs) (laughs) A lived experience expert. There we go.
0: (laughs) Experienced expert, I guess. No, I wouldn't. Whatever. So Alex, do you want to list off a couple interesting facts that we could start with?
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of wanted to start by covering the things that are listed in the DSM under kind of bipolar in that whole classification. So there are four types that are kind of listed in the DSM, which is bipolar one, bipolar two, cyclothymic disorder, and bipolar disorder, other specified and unspecified. So obviously, there are things that differentiate these things. And I'm going to refer to Sam on some of them because she has a better grasp of some of them than I do, just because this is what I've pulled from the DSM and she's had things more deeply explained to her by mental health professionals. (laughs) So Sam, do you want to talk about bipolar one or?
0: Well, bipolar type one is classified as just mania. There's a depression diagnosis is not required. So the difference between Bipolar type 1 and 2 is the depressive episode. And with type 2, you have hypomanic episodes instead of manic episodes. Mm -hmm. And the manic episodes last seven days, Mm -hmm. at least. And hypomanic only lasts like four to six. But then bipolar type 2 requires a major depressive disorder diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So would you like to explain what a manic episode is? Honestly, I don't have anything written down about manic episodes. I have the DSM in front of me. (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) the, The thing, okay.
1: Something that we didn't mention about bipolar one is you can have mixed episodes and that can happen between bipolar one and I believe bipolar two. Don't quote me on that. I will reiterate anytime we're talking about the DSM, anything like that we are not licensed clinicians like these are things that we have learned in class I will say it till I'm blue in the face just because I don't want to get in legal trouble and if you hear <laughs> in this episode or episode or any of our episodes if you hear things that you resonate with when we're talking about symptoms and you're concerned please speak to a mental health professional or a health professional about it and mixed episodes are where you are experiencing mania and depression at the same time, if I understand correctly.
0: Yes. I mean, at least in my experience and what people I know have experienced, that's what a mixed episode is. Mm -hmm. But to start off with a manic episode, according to the DSM-5, it's a distinct period of abnormally and persistently elevated, expansive, and irritable mood, and abnormally and persistently increased goal-directed activity or energy, lasting at least one week and present most of the day, nearly every day, or any duration if hospitalized is necessary. Mm-hmm. And during the period of mood disturbance and increased energy or activity, three or more of the following symptoms, four, if the mood is only irritable, are present in a significant degree and represent a noticeable change from usual behavior and those that list the symptoms is inflated self-esteem or grandiosity
1: right? grandiosity
0: okay. grandiosity <laughs> inflated self-esteem or grandiosity decreased need for sleep like feels rested of only three hours more talkative than usual or pressure to keep talking a flight of ideas or subjective experience that thoughts are racing distractibility like attention is easily drawn to unimportant Irrelevant external stimuli, as reported or observed. Increase in goal-directed activity, either socially, at work, or school, or sexually. Or psychomotor agitation, like purposeless, non-goal-directed activity. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
0: excessive involvement in activities that have high potential for pain consequences, like engaging in unrestrained buying sprees, or sexual indepressions, or foolish business investments. Okay.
1: So you listed out all those things, Sam, and that's very clinical, like very detached and DSME. I want to coin that phrase, DSME. Okay. (laughs) But what is it in like in your experience? Because I feel like there's very big detach between this is a list of symptoms that you might experience on a page that like a clinician might identify as some warning signs or something to look for further assessment in someone versus what is you, as someone who has experienced mania, what is your subjective experience?
0: For me personally, when I'm in a manic episode, I am like, go, go, go. I don't sleep for a very long time, a couple of days. And then after that, I like crash and it's great. But, you know, I get a lot done. I used to like it when I was manic because I get so much homework done in such a small amount of time mm-hmm. and like procrastinate everything. So I, I used to like it. But then I'd start acting out and doing things I wouldn't normally do. And I started being reckless. Like I started driving hundred miles an hour on the expressway instead of 80, which is supposed to be 70, but everyone goes 80, you know, you know, that
1: stresses me out, but it's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I would do like hundred miles an hour or I would buy big ticket items. For instance, one time I bought a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> while I was manic, it was a good decision. I mean, I, I liked the trip later on when I wasn't manic. I, I liked it. It was good, but I was very impulsive. I am very, I don't want to say irritable, but I will keep talking and talking. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a difference between ADHD <laughs> and. Yeah. and yeah. you just combine the both and it's like, Sam, just shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> so for me, it's just on a go-go go. go, go yeah maybe a little bit acting out but yeah
1: cool thank you for sharing I mean I kind of didn't give you a choice but like I hope you know you always have a choice to be like no I'm not talking about that <laughs> oh oh yeah oh yeah oh <laughs> something that I do want to touch on just because I feel like we're, we're going, just to be fully transparent, we're probably going to focus mostly on bipolar one because that's what a lot of the research is on that we've found. It's also what Sam has experience with. But I do want to kind of do my due diligence in breaking the stigma and like getting things more out there and like talking a tiny bit about cyclothymic disorder, which the like DSM kind of specifies as hypomanic symptoms and depressive symptoms lasting at least two years but the symptoms don't meet the requirement for major depressive disorder, which is a characteristic of bipolar two. So I don't know if we've talked about dysthymia on here. I don't think we have. So dysthymia is a longer lasting, less severe kind of depression, depressive state. And so that's kind of where cyclothymia falls to my understanding is that it kind of cycles between hypomania and that dysthymia state. And I just, I always want to talk about the disorders that aren't aren't as no. well-known as talked about, because the more that we get them out there and the more that we talk about them, the less stigma there is around them, because we're shattering the stigma. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, we can talk about other things now. I just needed to bring that up.
0: <laughs> you mentioned a hypomanic episode, and I just want to... Um, yeah,
1: I don't think I, we covered hypomania. We just like, we've thrown the term out.
0: Yeah. But. Hypomania is just four to six days, not seven, not a week or longer. So it's mania, but shorter, just to clarify that. But bipolar type two requires a major depressive disorder diagnosis, mm-hmm. and then it has hypomania, while bipolar type one has no depression required and it's all mania. And mm-hmm. to breaking the stigma, of mania psychosis is not always required and that's not always a symptom yes i personally have never experienced psychosis and i've had uh, quite a few manic episodes mm-hmm. and i've never experienced psychosis so psychosis is usually the differentiating thing between schizophrenia and bipolar mm-hmm. if psychosis would end at the end of the manic episode that's part of bipolar but if it doesn't end that's schizophrenia
1: honestly looked super deep. I think I said that before, like I hadn't su- looked super deep into those specific diagnoses. So I didn't know that. That's really cool.
0: That's what I was told. Don't quote me on that. That is what a professor told me a couple years ago. Yes. So don't quote yes. me. Yes,
1: all of this information is personal research or professors. So yeah, take it with a grain of salt, Please.
0: <laughs> One of my many research papers on bipolar disorder and this one was actually biologically based, but I was reading through it and I noticed how it says that mania mostly involves the left hemisphere, while depression involves the right hemisphere. And that's according to Pettigrew and Miller, 1998. Okay. Uh, if you guys want to look that up, that's really cool. So when in a manic or depressive episode, it is as though that switch between hemispheres in the brain is quote unquote stuck, causing the behavior to be prolonged or turn into an episode. Also by Hedegaard Miller, 1998. So I feel like that, that was really interesting when the, yeah. the parts of the brain being used with that. Mm-hmm. Do you want to touch on that?
1: I mean, we we do have some evidence, clearly, as Sam just cited. This got this from the National Institute of Mental Health. Mm-hmm. We do have research that suggests that there may be or is, as Sam has just told us physical differences in the brain of those with bipolar disorder and there's also very strong evidence that there's a genetic component however we don't currently like have it identifying like this is the gene but we don't with most mental disorders but we do know that the heritability of it is super super high
0: yes absolutely it can be environmental and not hereditary at all mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. possible. But it's not as common.
1: Yeah. So I feel like that can be said for most mental disorders. Yeah.
0: Well. Yeah. Gene's
1: and environment, nature versus nurture, Psych 101.
0: (laughs) We love that. We love it.
1: So, because we've talked about kind of the symptoms and what that can feel like, something I figured that we should probably bring up. And again, this information is from the National Institute of Mental Health. Is that generally bipolar? requires a lifelong treatment. And the most effective treatments that have been found kind of today is a combination of medication and talk therapy.
0: I can testify to that.
1: Yes. (laughs) Um, I have some statistics about kind of the breakdowns. They are a little bit older. Oh my goodness, they're almost 20 years old. What? I just realized how long ago like the early 2000s
0: was and Okay, it's Mine's from 1998. Oh my. <laughs> Mine's from 2002. <laughs> I feel old. <sighs> Alex, do you know anyone other than me that has bipolar disorder? So
1: personally, outside of my work life, I don't know anyone besides you that struggles with bipolar. I have worked with kids that that was a diagnosis that was being explored for them. I will say that most clinicians are generally hesitant to diagnose bipolar before the age of 18. It's similar with personality disorders. You're kind of not supposed to do it. So I've worked with kids that we were, we were looking into a bipolar disorder thing, or like in their notes, it would say shows bipolar tendencies, that kind of thing. But other than you on the outside world, <laughs> not, we're not in a psych unit, or a psych facility, no, I don't know anyone else. I, like, sit and crisscross applesauce, and then I kind of forget that my legs exist, and then I try to move, and it hurts. <laughs> okay. ADHD. <No. laughs> okay, so something that I think, w- because I've had to listen to so many rants about this, so I feel like the podcast should listen to a rant about this. So, oh my God. Sam, what are your feelings on bipolar being used as an adjective in the broader media? <laughs>
0: don't even get me
1: started I just did.
0: <laughs> oh my god okay people be like oh the weather is so bipolar it's like excuse me manic episodes don't last hours they last weeks at a time i'm pretty sure the weather was not snowing for weeks and then changing and then you're like oh it's so bipolar like no no
1: what?
0: no it's not an adjective and when you describe someone like oh their mood changed really quickly they're bipolar no no, 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 nope. no, no. It's not an adjective. It's a mental illness. And that goes for a lot of mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. But that one really pisses me off. Yeah. I have to hold my tongue every single time. Why hold so. your tongue?
1: Go off on them. Do it. Go off on them? <laughs> Just, Just be okay. like, no, that's not That's not an appropriate usage of that word.
0: Yeah, and it's not even... That's not even correct. Yeah. <sighs> so... Anywho, it doesn't change if we don't
1: talk about it.
0: That's Ooh. true. <laughs> uh, bipolar is not an adjective.
1: It is not an <laughs> adjective. We should title the, <laughs> the episode Bipolar is <laughs> Not an Adjective. <laughs> we should. <laughs> Please do. Okay. We can if you do So before we wrap up, there were just kind of two more points that I really, really wanted to hit because I feel like they're important is that The first one is that suicide is a very very present threat in bipolar because some individuals can become suicidal even when they're manic so it's not just if they're going through a, a depressive episode they become suicidal it can happen even when they're manic and another thing that i thought i should probably mention was that depression from bipolar disorder or comorbid with bipolar disorder may be more difficult to treat than just a diagnosis of major depressive disorder.
0: I can also testify to that. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Just because there's more, like, complicated stuff going on in the brain. Oh, yeah. Always. A little bit bit spicier. A little bit of extra spice in the brain.
0: (laughs) A little bit of spice. It's a party, you know? (laughs) I don't want to go to that party. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. It's 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 bipolar. So, you know, it might change.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Sam, you just used an (laughs) adjective. I know. I purposely did that. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) Okay, guys. Well, that's all we have for today. And we will see you next time.
1: Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank Thank you. Thank you for coming on this journey with us.
0: Yes, very much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shatter the Stigma. We are sponsored by our bank accounts. And if you'd like to contact us, our email is shatteringthemhstigma at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram at shatter.thestigma and on Twitter at shatter underscore stigma underscore. Thanks for listening.